career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where we talk about everything that guys over 40 are challenged by, loving about their life, wishing they had more of in their life, and so on and so forth. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind you that next week, March the 3rd, Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific, we are having another one of our men's chats or men's circle, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're kind of calling them men's chats, but we do have you register at 40 plus men's circle for those. And I'm really excited about it. We've already got about eight guys lined up. And this month's topic is relationships, whether you're having a good one, you're struggling, whether there's infidelity, some trust issues, honesty, great sex, no sex, whatever it might be. We are delving into everything about relationships. So join us again for the 40 plus men's chats. They happen the first Tuesday of every month. It's a free one hour chat online using Zoom video and um, look forward to having you there. So let's dive into the show. I've been getting a lot of comments and conversations about relationships. Surprise, surprise. But more and more, I'm getting more questions about open relationships, polyamory, and how do you navigate that kind of relationship? And from coaching people around this, what, here's what I know. It's not for everybody. <laughs> and it does bring up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit. So where I like to guide people to think about this, and if you're having these questions, it isn't like, oh, I want to leave my relationship. Could be, but not necessarily. But I'm going to just put this out there. If you're having an affair, you're in an open relationship. Now, I know that seems pretty obvious to most people, but an open relationship is one where you're sharing yourself, typically in a sexual realm, in a physical realm, with another person. But now we bring this thing in about polyamory, and it brings a whole different perspective to the conversation. So let's start with the reasons that someone might decide, hey, I want to be in an open relationship. It could be that you're having lackluster sex or you need some excitement in your life, whether it's excitement in the overall relationship or maybe in that sexual arena. It could also be that you're really, truly looking for connection and maybe you're missing that piece. Um, sometimes it is a loss of love, but I think for a lot of people, the open relationship is finding a void where they're just... They want something in it. And, and they're not necessarily not in love with their partner anymore. There's just a piece of the pie that's missing. Uh, in reality, a lot of times there is a sexual inability to perform. And so you have a, one partner who is very sexually active, very high energy, high sex drive. And the other one's like, yeah, it's not happening anymore. And so that can be a reason that people open up these doorways. But the other thing about open relationships, and it always goes to the sexual thing. So I'm going to invite you to like take the sexual piece out of the equation for just a moment. 
Sometimes an open relationship, and this is kind of where the polyamory discussions come in, stem from needing an emotional connection in a different way than they have with their partner, or an intellectual connection, or a friendship connection, or a trusted, you know, ally connection. And yes, sometimes they just need a different physical level connection. So whatever the reason is, I want you to start to explore kind of some ways you could do this if this is you or if you're suddenly feeling like maybe this is happening in your relationship. And I'm not advising that anybody step into these, but I think it's becoming more and more common. Some people would argue that we as humans are not supposed to be monogamous people. And then you have other people on the other extreme. They're like, you're supposed to be monogamous your entire life because this is the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Everything in between as well. I am not going to be advocate of anything one way or the other, but I'm going to invite you to kind of explore things from this perspective. Why is it open? Is it open because of the reasons we listed? And if it is open, then it's time to really talk about it. Is it open because there was an infidelity issue and that infidelity issue continues to show up and show up and show up? And if you're not the person committing the infidelity, you have to question whether you can live with, quote unquote, an open relationship. And oftentimes those open relationships turn into a one-way open relationship. Now, for some people that works. Like for people who there's lackluster sex and they just can't get that pulled together, or maybe there's a lack of connection, or maybe there really is truly an inability to perform at that sexual level and the partner says, you know, I want you to really be able to enjoy that. All sorts of configurations happen in this arena. So one of the first things is to move it from an infidelity space and have some really open conversations about, I'd rather not com be committing infidelity. I'd rather have a conversation and see first, is there a way for us to bring this back to where we were or is there a way for us to be in quote unquote open relationship? And as you move into the open relationship discussions, you need to determine, is it going to be a one way open relationship where the partner who feels like they need something outside of the relationship is the only one that is being open, which for some people are like, mm, hell no, that ain't going to happen. But for some people that's like, sure, that works. Or is it going to be a two way open relationship? So that both partners get to go do those things. Or is it an open relationship where partners bring other people into their relationships and they're cool? Now, some people say, well, isn't that a swinger? Well, it could be. Swinging is kind of a form of this whole open relationship thing. But for some people, they may have an open relationship where it becomes a thruple. Yes, a threesome. <laughs> but it's a consistent threesome and there's three people in the relationship and each person brings different things to the relationship in different ways. So as you think about this, if this is the path that you're going through, you're going to want to determine, is it one way? Is it two way? Is it two way and you agree to bring mutual people into the relationship that you both can agree on? Is it two way and you bring people into the relationship together, but you also give each other permission to do things with people outside of the relationship? And what we're working towards here is the B word, which I don't really like the B word. No, it's not bitch or butthole. But what we're working towards is boundaries. But I prefer to call boundaries respectful environment creation. 
so that what's happening is very respectful. Everybody knows how we're operating in this environment. And when things come up, we bring that into the respectful environment and we talk about it openly. But if you are one of those people who's facing this and it's not really working for you, I want you to trust your intuition because there's always things that can be worked out. Sometimes those things mean the relationship needs to come to a healthy closure. Most of the time, that isn't what happens because everybody gets their panties and their Calvin's in a wad and they start the pointing the fingers. And sometimes that's understandable because infidelity was the first step rather than saying, I'd rather not commit infidelity, but this is what I need. Unfortunately, a lot of us haven't learned how to have those kind of conversations. But if you are struggling and being presented with the possibility of an open relationship, I want to invite you to do three things. Number one, look at your own core values around this. How does that look and feel for you? In fact, I am going to put a core values worksheet up on the website for this podcast. You can go to rickclemens.com, go to my podcast, find the 40 plus podcast, or you can just go to 40pluspodcast.com. It'll take you to the page. And for this episode, you will find a link to the values worksheet and look at your own values and ask yourself if a high value for you is trust, integrity, honesty, adventure, sensuality, connectedness, whatever those values are that are really high for you, lay the open relationship against those values and see how well they align. Because when something isn't setting well, that means it's usually pushing against a value that you really highly desire. Secondly, ask yourself, based on those values and the possibility of stepping into this kind of relationship, can you live and function in a healthy way outside of those values or in a realigned value system. And finally, ask yourself and be totally honest with yourself about this. Will you be fulfilled living in this kind of relationship? And I know I just brought a bunch of stuff to the forefront that maybe a lot of you aren't thinking about or haven't been faced with, but my guess would be some of you have contemplated infidelity have thought about what it would be like to be with other people, have toyed with the idea of, ooh, what would it look like if we brought somebody else into the relationship? And at the end of the day, guys, this is like every other big thing in our lives. The sooner we start to communicate and be open about it, no pun intended, the sooner we communicate and are open about what we're thinking the sooner we can have real conversations about the real stuff that we face. And if you're struggling with this, I would truly invite you to hop on the call next Tuesday, March 3rd, the Real Men little chat that we're going to do. Again, it's Tuesday, March 3rd, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to the website. You can find where to get into those calls. You actually can just go to 40plusmenscircle.com and sign up for them. But this would be something that would be really great for you to come and open up and discuss. We have a safe environment. It is only open to guys that come and listen to the podcast. We do not give anybody's information out. 
We're a brotherhood that keeps it nice and safe and talk about these sort of things. So if you are struggling with that, we'd love to have you there. But remember this one thing. Your relationship is only open if you agree to being open in that relationship. So that's it, guys. Have a great weekend. Hope to have quite a few of you on the call next week. And again, never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your 40-plus life with real conversations as a real guy. Take care, everyone, and we'll catch up with you real soon. That's a wrap for 40-plus. Real men, real talk. Where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed-up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40-plus Real Men, Real Talk, where the conversations continue.